the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app, you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. Gorgeous day today, a lot of sun, some clouds, windy, certainly warmer than yesterday and over the weekend, around 65 for the high today. Some clouds, low 46 tonight, and then tomorrow, sunny, windy, high around 70, and the rest of the week looks to be 70 or above. Wow, what a blessing that is. Sixers had a nice win, 116-108 last night, tying their Eastern Conference semifinal up at two games apiece. Joel Embiid with that mask he's wearing to protect his face. 24 points, 11 rebounds, and he talked a bit about uh, how he thought the game went, his injury and all that after the game. I'm not fully healthy every single day, you know, getting better hopefully by, you know, the time we get to Miami, I'm a little better and I'm able to be as dominant as I was, you know, before and, you know, as a team. Like you said, we we find it, uh, what works and what doesn't, uh, so we just need to be, you know, focused about, you know, everything we do offensively and defensively. Joel Embiid of the Sixers, James Harden led the team with 31 points, 9 assists. He also talked about what it's like to have Joel back out there. We're getting more confident, you know, as the series goes on. Those first two games was was a blur, but obviously having Joel and having our our, our full team, we kind of know what to expect. We know where to execute on both ends of the ball. Think about it, we're still a fairly new team. You know what I mean? We're down to two months in, so, you know, when we finally catch a rhythm and finally find something that works, you know, Joe goes out for a couple games, so we're finally settling into the series, and uh, we found some great things that'll work tonight and that we can, you know, capitalize on for game five. James Harden of the Sixers, game five tomorrow night at Miami at 7.30. Philly split a doubleheader yesterday. They won the first one, 3-2 over the Mets. Bryce Harper, home run number six. They lost the second game 6-1, had some trouble with the Mets starting pitcher Chris Bassett. Uh, they were, just weren't familiar with him. Uh, Joe Girardi, their manager, talked about that for a second. Bassett threw pretty well. A lot of our guys had not seen him, and they talked about how his fastball was getting on him a little bit. They just weren't familiar with, with his stuff. I think we had three guys that had faced him. That's Joe Girardi of the Phils. They're at Seattle tonight, opening up series against the Mariners starting at 940. On the Bible League scoreboard, most importantly, last time I checked, we had a, a nice little start to our partnership. Stand with them, Bibles for the Persecuted Church. 70 out of the 2200 we're looking to do. And joining us today, who uh, has joined us before, and we're glad he's back, Michael Woolworth. Hey, Michael, how are you? Hey, uh, Tim, great to hear your voice. And, uh, hey, I was in your neck of the woods uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, my son and his wife uh, live in the Philadelphia area, so we came from Chicago to City of Brotherly Love, spent some time with our grandkids. i got to give them a shout-out, Tim. we got we got uh, Hank and Ina, two-year-old twins, boy and a girl, and then Poppy Olive, all of nine months. So i gotta got to say hello to the family there. But, Tim, uh, you've been a great advocate for it. Just send me a bill for that if there's a, a charge for, for giving a shout-out to me. <laughs> that's funny. That, not, you have to say uh, three grandkids. That's great. Well, we've got five. But five. They're in the Philly area. It was a blessing to, uh, a blessing to be there in, uh, around Easter. 
But uh, Tim, let me, in all seriousness, let me say, you've been a great friend of Bible League. Listeners, you have been incredibly kind to Bible League. You know, every time we've come in the month of May, in the springtime, um, you have hit it out of the park, if I can use Philly speak, right? Um, We are coming today to address what I think is arguably the number one issue facing the global church today. Tim, that's the loss of religious freedom around the world. That means that Christians pay a tremendous price simply because they believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. If I might give you a real quick statistic, then you can let our listeners know how to get involved. Um, A group that keeps a finger on the pulse of religious freedom around the world, that's Pew Research, will tell us a couple of things, very, very startling. Number one, that 2020 was uh, was one of the uh, most violent years on record for Christian persecution. They'll say also that there's no religious group persecuted more than evangelical Christians around the world. And then thirdly, that every five minutes somewhere outside of the USA, a Christian is killed simply because of uh, his or her faith. And let me give you some perspective on that. By the end of the average hour-long worship service in America on a given Sunday, Tim could be your church or my church, that statistic of every five minutes means that a dozen Christians elsewhere in the world will die again simply because they believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Now listen, I'm not saying that death is associated with every single case of persecution, but I can tell you, at Bible League now, in our 84th year of ministry, we know Christians by name in specific villages in Asia, Africa, the Middle East, and Latin America, who are singled out, targeted, monitored. They've been beaten, they've been jailed, they've been threatened with death. Some have died because of their Christian faith. And so our goal today is to bless persecuted believers. That's the group that we're uh, focused on with Bibles in their own languages. We've said to ourselves, look, we can't solve this for every Bible is persecuted believer around the world, but can we do it for 2,200 of these people that we know by name at Bible League? And so as we go along today, Tim, I will give you specific examples of Christians that we're supporting around the world. Uh, We'll drill down, we'll give you a as much specific information uh, as you need to help me hopefully get you to dial and to click to make a gift at only $5 a Bible. And Tim, I've just got word between now and the top of the hour when you and I finish up today, we have friends of Bible League that will match every single gift that's given today, regardless of size. So it's a Bible for Bible match. We're giving these Christians persecuted for their faith. They're walking with Jesus right now without a Bible, and that has to do with the persecution they live under. They've been denied God's Word. They don't have access to training and those sorts of things. But God has allowed Bible League to enter that picture, and Tim, uh, he's allowed your listeners to be able to tune in today to hear these stories. And um, it happens again with every call and with every click today. But all of that to say, great to be with you. Your listeners have sent literally thousands and thousands of Bibles to Bibleist believers around the world. We're simply asking today, would you do it on behalf of the persecuted church? Amen. Amen. The number to do so is 800-YES-WORD. Nice and easy. 800-YES-WORD. 800-937-9673. Or right on our homepage, can't miss it, WFIL.com. We have a little scoreboard we put there and update periodically. It's fun to see the numbers move each day or two. And uh, so feel free to, to check that out as well at WFIL.com. Uh, stand with them. Bibles for the Persecuted Church. As you listen in and think about it, and as you were talking there, Michael, I was thinking about the the times my wife and I will challenge each other to use the actual words of Scripture to think through whatever it is we're going through. We have a daughter who's disabled. We have another son with a chronic issue. We have a lot of other things, and I know we're not alone. But uh, rather than manage in our own wisdom, 
uh, even today, she said to me, did we inquire of the Lord? Because that's a phrase we've read in the Old Testament a number of times where kings went in the battle and didn't inquire of the Lord. And, you know, you're, you, we, sometimes just being practical takes over and you forget, to, did I ask God about this at all? Or did I kind of just <laughs> give him a wave as I went on? How important it is to have the playbook in your hands. These are Christians who are going through probably much more than most of us are, and not to, not to minimize our issues. But just speak to that importance you have seen of actually having the playbook in your hand to be able to really see what did God say about what I'm going through. Yeah, Tim, I, and I, uh, I pray that your family situation, uh, you know, the Lord is in the center of all that. You and your wife consider, you know, continue uh, consulting the Bible, the, the Word of God. It, it, Jesus promises peace. I mean, either he's lying or he's absolutely right on. Of course, we know that uh, that truth is definitely there. Um, Tim, I've sat kneecap to kneecap with people, again, persecuted for their faith. They've been able, when I've been, when I've been able to ask them, hey, what's your Bible mean to you? They're able to say, you know what? Jesus said they'll hate you because they hated me first. They can go to scriptures like 2 Corinthians 4, 9 that says, we're persecuted but not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed. So what I'm saying is these Christians, because they finally get access to the Bible, have a perspective, and they know that Jesus is not to be kept to oneself. <laughs> Ask these heroes of the faith. I'll call them heroes of the faith. Uh, whether it's the Middle East, whether it's in China, whether it's uh, in Southeast Asia, maybe somewhere in Latin America, um, I'll say, how can we pray for you? And these brothers and sisters, Tim, I can tell you with no exaggeration, they never say, Michael, get on WFIL and pray. Ask those listeners to pray for an abrupt end to our suffering. And the reason is they know that God is working through it. What they're praying for is what? An increased love for the Lord, for his word, that they would obey it, that they would see those around them not as the enemy, but as the mission field. Of course, they're saying this about people that, again, single them out, target them, monitor them threaten them with death, jail them, beat them. They've seen loved ones uh, killed for their faith. They're simply saying, what, we need to endure, we need to persevere, we need Bibles to be able to do that, to be able to open those verses that I just mentioned, tend to comfort you and your wife get uh, out of opening God's Word and applying that to your family situation. Listeners, I come today not knowing the answers to all the geopolitical issues that face us. You know, I know our hearts and our prayers are for the people of Ukraine. I'm not here today to tell you I know how to solve those things, but we're applying Scripture, the Word of God, to the problems that face the persecuted Church today. And Tim, we know that's the right answer, and again, your listeners understand this. They have been incredibly kind to Bible League over the years, and again, today we're asking you to make good on our promise. We want to put the Bible into the hands and the hearts of 2,200 Bibleist persecuted believers. If I may, Tim, we've had a couple of people prompt the bus so far. Sure. Harold of Philadelphia, thank you, a gift of six Bibles. Salvatore of Chester, a gift of six Bibles. And Cheryl, thank you. Another gift from Philadelphia. Ten seventy-two Bibles wow. by way of a gift of $30 a month. So Cheryl will help tackle uh, this uh, just uh, oh, unavailability love- of Bibles around the world. And Tim, that's how it, gets it, uh, that's how it uh, gets done. And as I say, we've got a friend of Bible League that will match every single gift between now and 5 o'clock today. So would you go to the phones? Would you go online, make your most generous gift? And Tim, when we come back, I've got an amazing story I want to hear from, I want to share from the Middle East. We'll also take your listeners to Africa and Venezuela. That's all coming up.
I love that. Michael Woolworth with Bible League joining us as he does each year around this time. We love having this as part of what we do with WFIL and the chance to do some good and be a blessing and provide God's Word. It's not complicated. We know what the importance of having Scripture in our own lives is, and we're just trying to do that for somebody else, especially the persecuted church and the dire situations they often find themselves in. So if you want to help one more time, it's 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD. Uh, 800-937-9673 is what it spells, or right on our homepage, you can help out. Click the Stand With Them Bibles for the Persecuted Church banner at WFIL.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM560WFIL.com and on the app, listen to the Tim DeMoss Show. Uh, don't forget, we have right on our homepage creation discount tickets for the uh, Creation 2022 Festival featuring Newsboys, We the Kingdom, Zach Williams, Bethlehem Music, and many others. We have speakers, seminars, a skate park, sports, kid zones, and a lot more. And we have, I think, the cheapest ticket you're going to find anywhere around. Because, you know, we got connections. So check it out. While they last, discount tickets for Creation 2022 right on our homepage at WFIL.com. In fact, I believe it's the banner right next to our banner for Bible League. Stand with them. Bibles for the Persecuted Church. Michael Woolworth with Bible League is joining us today. And, uh, Michael, before the break there, you were mentioning the uh, the trip we're going to take around the world a little bit with some of the audio you have provided. So we're ready yeah, when, you, when you are. And again, okay, it, yeah, you I was going to give the number 800-YES-WORD just one more time for folks tuning in. If you want to help, $5 a Bible, 800-YES-WORD. Looking to do 2200 if we can. I'm sure we can. With God's help, do as many as you like. Uh, take two. They're small. 800-YES-WORD or WFIL.com. But go right ahead. I, I love I love traveling the world because we're talking about for God to love the world, right? Well, amen. Yeah, yeah. And no, uh, no passport required, no jet lag tomorrow morning, I promise. But uh, Tim, we're addressing today what is arguably the number one issue facing the global church today, and that is the severe persecution of believers. It means that they cannot access Bibles. It's hard to find. Uh, you've got to worship with some regularity to kind of maintain their safety. And we'll, again, drill down today and give you specific examples of groups of Christians that we are supporting in this campaign, stand with him. You've got this uh, audio cut, uh, number 22, my associate, a man by the name of Yazan. He's in the Middle East, and let me come back and tell you what happened to a pastor and a deacon in that part of the world. I met a pastor. Uh, he was uh, kidnapped and threatened uh, to be killed. Uh, his freedom uh, was uh, as easy as for him uh, not to confess uh, that he's follow Christ. Uh, of course, he's choose not to, and he was abused uh, as a result. This is what happened through uh, the last six, seven, eight years in the region. Yeah, if your pastor wasn't uh, abducted and uh, held uh, for a ransom, uh, thank God for that. I can tell you it happens to pastors all over the world, Tim. We know that. You know this now through this audio cut from a man by the name of Yuzani. He's a pastor. He's an associate of mine with Bible League. Uh, in the Middle East. What's he saying? In broad daylight one day, a pastor and a deacon were uh, kidnapped by a group of radicals. Um, Here's what they wanted. They wanted these men to stop uh, preaching Christ. They wanted them to renounce their faith. They held them for a ransom. When the family could not pay it, they actually beat the pastor severely, almost to death. They killed the deacon. That's one of those uh, 
terrible stories. I mean, it's, it's hard to share a lot of these uh, types of uh, circumstances and details. Um, they finally let this guy go. I can tell you, this is what he says. This is what uh, the man, uh, the pastor there, uh, named as Yusef, says what? It's, a, it's an honor to suffer for the Lord. Now, listen, our social, uh, our persecution here in America, it's kind of a social level, right? I mean, if you say to somebody, hey, I'm a, I'm a follower of Christ, they say, so what? You say, I'm a Christian. They say, oh, that menace, that uh, that religion of judgment. I mean, there's an indifference. It, there's a little bit of ribbing. Some of it we can bring on ourselves. But I can tell you, Christians are suffering at an altogether different level in places like the Middle East. Uh, there's about 250 new believers associated with this story, people that were radicalized, that have come to faith, as this man has continued to invite them to come learn about Jesus. The Lord is working in that situation. I've been to the Middle East, Tim. We'll spend quite a bit of time uh, on Tuesday talking about several people that I've encountered. But today, there's a need for 250 Bibles right there in the Middle East. I can tell you it's right near the, the border of Jordan, Syria, and Iraq. Wow. And I can tell you it would be a blessing to let these uh, Arabic-speaking Christians who are persecuted for their faith connected the story of this deacon who was killed, this pastor who was uh, beaten, basically tortured. They asked him to announce his faith. Of course, he did not do that. And uh, the prayer today is that we can send these Bibles, 250 Bibles, $5 each. Tim, that's a gift of 1250 I know there may be some listening right now that can make that gift. Uh, there might be several of you. Could we see a dozen of you at 20 Bibles each? That's $5 a Bible. A dozen of you would be able to uh, let me uh, circle back to uh, Yazan and uh, Pastor Youssef and let them know, hey, those Bibles you're praying for, they are coming. They're absolutely coming. Wow. Michael Woolworth with Bible League is joining us today on the Tim DeMoss Show. Stand with them. Bibles for the Persecuted Church is what we're about. Uh, we love doing this each year. 2,200 Bibles is the goal this month, but we're open to God blowing that off to the side so we even forget about what was the goal again look how many he brought in so let's just but let's and i love this because it's five dollars so it's within pretty much everybody's budget and it's fundamentally obvious how important god's word is you don't really need to say very much except here's the number 800 yes word to help out 800 yes word 800-937-9673 or wfil.com I often say, Michael, this is part of the fabric of the radio station. I like that word because it's woven into all the programs you hear, the contests we do, the fun we have, and the interviews, and all of that is all very valuable. We don't want to downplay that or push it to the side, Mm -hmm. but this is God's work, I'd say, as much as anything else, and when the lights go out and when the station's done, whatever day the Lord has designated for that, I want to look back, or hopefully it's many years beyond me, but know that these things happen when, you know, we've partnered together many years now and thousands mm-hmm. of Bibles, you know, accumulating to say how many thousands of Bibles have gone around the world because the listeners have been prompted by the spirit of God and said, I'm going to help even if it's one, you know? So it's just a beautiful mm-hmm. thing to, to, it's a beautiful thing to be able to, to, um, to know that it's happening, you know, to, to file away and say, God, thank you for that opportunity to be able to do it. So. Well, Tim, thanks for those kind words. Uh, yeah, I don't have the actual math. I know it's well over 50,000 Bibleist believers who now have God's Word. They can open His uh, precious Word and be reminded of His promises. Why? Because your listeners have chosen to get involved. Now, let me say this, listeners. Um, I talked to the management of WFI. I said, you know what? I know inflation's up. That means that discretionary income is it's, it's a little tighter now, isn't it? Tax time has just passed us. Some of you are still trying <laughs> 
get your taxes uh, finalized. I know our hearts, our prayers are with the people of Ukraine. There's many, many other things. I said, is this the right thing to do? Is this the right time? The management said, just what you just said, Tim, this is who we are uh, as Salem Media, as WFIL, this long relationship with Bible League, and we want to do this. And so today, if you can't give, would you feel no guilt as you hear these stories? Would you rejoice that the, the gospel is going forth? Would you pray for those that you hear about today? These are real people that we know at Bible League. But would you pray for those um, who have the means to give? We really would love to at least meet as Tim says, exceeded if we can, this goal we've set between our two ministries of putting God's Word into the hands and hearts of 2,200 persecuted believers. They're Bibleists today, but our prayer is that we can help meet the need for God's Word in their lives. Yeah. Tim, in a moment, um, I'm going to take us to uh, the continent of Africa. You've got this audio cut 15 if you want to cue that up. Let me just say thanks to Harold of Philadelphia, Six Bibles, Salvador of Chester, Six Bibles, Cheryl. Thank you for this gift. 72 uh, Bibles over the next uh, year by way of a $30 a month uh, pledge. Uh, Marion, thank you from the, uh, uh, Jenkintown, a gift of 20 Bibles. Wow, and great. Carl, of Portia, a gift of, tw- of 10 Bibles. And with those three gifts right there, Tim, that's a uh, hundred and something Bibles uh, out the door wow. on their way to these uh, different parts of the world. That's how quickly it can happen. Again, 800 yes word, 800-Y-E-S-W-O-R-D, or as Tim has been reminding you, just click the Bible League banner. You can find that at WFIL.com. If you want to share this audio cut from Lillian, it's number 15, I'll come back. And we'll take your uh, listeners to where David Livingstone, the famous uh, missionary carried out years of ministry on the continent of Africa. There's a real threat of Islam, and it's real, it's real, especially in countries like Kenya, where the Muslim community seems to have an upper hand. Uh, and so you find that they have an upper hand with the government whereby they would have whatever policies, whatever laws that, that need to be passed, they favor them more. Some of the policies we see that are being passed are really a threat to Christianity moving forward. Uh, and that to us is a challenge uh, be able to do ministry. And especially in areas that are Muslim dominated, especially to the north of the country in Kenya and at the coastal region. And um, also in the other East African countries, whereby you find uh, where there's a concentration of Islam, then it becomes a challenge. Yeah, Tim, that's a colleague of mine. Uh, her name is Lillian. Let me say this. Uh, we're talking about Muslims today. We're not talking to, in some of these stories. Um, I don't want to say that every Muslim is a radical. That wouldn't be true. It wouldn't be fair. It certainly is the case uh, in this next story I want to share. Um, the man Shadrach uh, is an elder uh, in a shanty church uh, in Zambia, Africa. It's a part of the world that I visited not too long ago. Zambia is the country where the famous missionary David Livingstone carried out years of ministry. Um, I'm sure a lot of the success that we have, uh, we stand on his shoulders as a, a, a devout um, man who had a great heart uh, for uh, the people of Zambia. In fact, when he died, uh, Tim, this is an interesting uh, side note, the people of Africa loved him so much. They said, you know what, we need to send his body back to Britain. Uh, he can be buried there. In fact, he was buried in uh, Westminster Abbey. But he said, let's let's keep his heart here. <laughs> Actually buried his heart under a towering African blackwood tree there in Zambia. I don't know if that's useless or useful. But anyway, <laughs> David Livingstone, the country of Zambia. But let me tell you what happened. Shadrach had word that an attack was coming one Sunday. Sure enough, it came. It was a group of radicals. They came with machetes. Tim, the goal was to uh, basically annihilate about 200 Christians that had gathered for worship in this shanty church. Um, Shadrach had a handgun. He wanted to do what he could to help defend the church. He shot the leader of that group of 20 militant Muslims, um, didn't kill him. The man's name was uh, Ishmael. Um, The man was a livestock farmer. So uh, this man, Shadrach, in a great act of Christian love, would take care of his livestock, 
would provide food for the family. The daughter was illiterate. He used a Bible League program to give her the gift of literacy. She came to know Jesus. And I can tell you in grateful response for that great Christian love, that man's family came to Christ. And a story does not end there, Tim, about 80 of those radicals. Some of those were there, part of that group today. They showed up to kill these Christians in their quest to seek Allah. What did they find? Jesus instead. And again, that's what we find around the world in places like Zambia. We just took you to the Middle East. Christians are willing to suffer for the sake of the gospel. And again, not once did they see Michael asked WFIL listeners to pray for an end to our suffering. They know the Lord is working through that. But what they do pray for is the Word of God. And Tim, right now in Zambia, Africa, there's about 100 Bibles needed for these new Christians. They're biblically illiterate. Uh, Tim, they've never really opened the Word of God. They're hearing it preached. They've made credible professions of faith. They're hopeful converts. And we'd love to bless them today with exactly what they're praying for. And that is the Word of God in the Bimba language. And you can do that today at $5 a Bible. We have friends between now and the top of the hour that will match every single gift. If you're just tuning in, Michael Walworth with Bible League is joining us. Uh, the number to call to help is 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD, which is again is uh, 800-937-9673 or WFIL.com. Everybody loves a great bargain, Michael, and you mentioned the match till 5 o'clock. So that's one way to get that um, that bargain. But I'm also thinking, you mentioned it briefly earlier, but I think it's worth spending a second on at least. The fact that these Bibles are in the language of the people who are receiving them. I mean, how, uh, how incredible, you ever marvel at the ability to, to do that so inexpensively? I, I, you, you may forget that, like, oh, well, everybody gets English. No, 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 no. <laughs> Everybody's got a different language and there's work involved and there's a lot that goes into it. But yet the people getting these Bibles, it's going to be in their language. Yeah, that's, you know, don't don't rush down to the station with a box of uh, old English Bibles. You know, if you speak uh, Mandarin or Swahili or Arabic or Bimba, like these Christians in Zambia do, yeah, an English Bible does you no good. Tim, long gone are the days when you put a, a carton of Bibles uh, on a ship and pray that it gets there in six months. And what we're able to do is work with printers around the world who can print where it's safe to do that. And as we meet these goals, we're able to say, hey, roll the presses. We need, we need those 100 Bibles in Zambia, Africa. We need those 250 Arabic language Bibles in the Middle East. So that's how we do it. Again, it comes through an evangelistic Bible study. We'll talk about this on the other side of the break. You've heard us no doubt in the past talk about Project Philip. We'll tell you who Philip is and how we accomplish this. But today, listeners, you're coming alongside the persecuted church. How many of us wake up and we say, Lord, I'd love to come alongside and bless the persecuted church. How do I do that from the greater Philadelphia area? Well, today's your day. When we come back, we'll take you to Venezuela, and I'll tell you about Project Philip. Tim, it happens with every call and with every click today. 800-YES-WORD is the number if you want to check in and help out. 800-YES-WORD, every Bible, just $5. You could do, you know, whatever, two for 10, three for 15, uh, $100 does 20 Bibles. Someone wants to do a $500 gift that would cover 100 Bibles. Imagine providing a Bible for, you know, everybody in your church, you know, for, for five bucks a pop. And, and the ability to do that, that's something. Not everybody has that, but you can help out. And we had one of the folks who called in and said, I'll, I'll do this monthly because the need is ongoing, obviously. It's not going to stop just because we're, we wrap up at the end of May. So if you want to give monthly and kind of even increase your gift that way and spread it out, that's fine too. Either way, when you call or go online, you can make that notation. And uh, we'd love to celebrate with you as we march toward our goal as a listening family of 2,200 Bibles. 800-YES-WORD. 800 
937-9673 or right on our homepage. The banner's big and colorful, can't miss it. Stand with them, Bibles for the Persecuted Church at WFIL.com. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. It's 432 of the Tim DeMoss Show. Just a reminder, WFIL has the kindness challenge going. You win $5,000 and the same for a deserving organization you nominate. Two ways to be involved. First, you can simply enter each day. In fact, all the way through May 31st. So go online and do that part. Then you can earn bonus entries and actually a lot of them. By completing various acts of kindness, which is a big reason we're doing this in the first place. We add a new one to the list every weekday. It's very easy stuff like uh, let a driver merge in front of you or donate clothes or be a great listener. It's all in the honor system. Once you've done the items on the list, you can check them off. You can do them in clumps. You can go up every day and grab one and do that one. However you want to do it. And then uh, you increase your opportunity to win. Mark and complete. And we go from there. It's kindness challenge. Sponsored by Brandon Chevrolet at WFIL.com. Another way you can certainly express kindness and love and uh, spreading the gospel is our partnership with Bible League. Michael Woolworth with Bible League is with us. And where are we going now, Michael? What part of the world? Venezuela, you said, I think? Yeah. Uh, Tim, I love the fact that you've got that uh, kindness uh, contest uh, going on. Uh, Your listeners have been incredibly kind to Bible League. There has never been a time when we have come and we presented the needs of Christians around the world that uh, we have the, the honor, the uh, privilege, the blessing to serve at Bible League now in our 84th year, to be able to tell them, look, the Bibles you're praying for, they're coming, they're absolutely on their way. And we're doing that uh, today for 2,200 Bibleist believers. These are persecuted believers who are singled out, targeted, monitored. Uh, they've been beaten, they've been jailed, they've been threatened with death. Tim, they pay a terrible price simply because they believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Um, I want to thank uh, Cheryl of uh, Philadelphia. I mentioned this earlier, a gift of 72 Bibles by way of a $30 a month pledge. Yeah. Miriam of Jenkintown, thank you for your gift of 20 Bibles. We've heard from Carl of Horsham, 10 Bibles in, in the last few moments. James of Pottstown, a gift of 18 Bibles. Each one of those will be doubled because of this Bible for Bible match between now and the top of the hour. I love that. And we have friends who believe so strongly in this, they want to match every single gift made. doesn't matter the, uh, the amount, no matter how small, no matter how large they've agreed to uh, match that let's take advantage of that and it happens with every call and with every click today tim let's uh, to direct our attention to the southern hemisphere this is where uh, one of those, i would say centers of world christianity it's where it's, it's happening you know right here in america if you follow barner research they will tell us that church growth in america is somewhat stunted i mean our prayers of that changes quickly but it causes you to look at other places around the world where uh, christianity is growing in tremendous uh, fashion it's in the Southern Hemisphere. It's places like Venezuela and Colombia, Ecuador and Peru, and that's where the story originates uh, in uh, this next uh, uh, place I want to take you. Uh, Venezuela, uh, you've got this audio cut from a man by the name of Bill, but he's actually in Haiti. We'll come back. I'll, I'll spend half a minute on what's happening in Haiti, and then I'll tell you this incredible story in Venezuela. The life of most Haitian people becomes more difficult. Many of them are very concerned because they don't see any flicker of hope. Sometimes when you see kidnapping, uh, last week, some gang people come, a, a church partner that we have, Bible League, they kill inside the church a deacon, and then they took the wife of this deacon and they kidnapped. 
Yeah, Tim, uh, let me uh, kind of reiterate what uh, the man uh, Builder just said there. Um, he's in Haiti, and uh, not too long ago, you may have heard some of these stories originating from that country where Christians were kidnapped. There was a Mennonite group uh, out of Ohio held for ransom. I think they eventually were let go with uh, without any harm done to the group. But there's a misconception that Christians have access to a lot of money. What Builder is saying, and this is true all over the world, is that Christians often venture out uh, to their places of ministry. They don't know if this is their final week on earth. They're not exaggerating. Uh, they're not uh, speaking in hyperbole, but he said, we really don't know. My wife and I, we go separate ways in our places of ministry. We don't know if this is our final week. I mean, again, that's no exaggeration. It's what Christians face all over the world. Let me take you to Venezuela. This is just outside the capital city of Caracas. Tim, a group of uh, Christians I got really fed up with what was happening there, the drug cartel kidnapping women, young girls as young as 10, 11 years of age, and forcing them into prostitution. This was big business. They would channel drugs through those uh, those transactions. This uh, church said, what? We've got to get involved and do something. And through another ministry, not Bible League, but another ministry, they were trained on how to actually go in and rescue these women from the grips of human trafficking. And we stepped in, and we helped them what? give something that's utterly foundational to these women, something they've never had, and that's a spiritual life. But, Tim, I can tell you, this church has paid the price uh, in, in an effort to, to rescue one of these groups of women. One of the members was killed. Uh, they actually took the body. They pulled it behind. It was, a, uh, of course, a, a corpse. They pulled this behind a truck, dragged it down one of the uh, main streets uh, just outside of Caracas, Venezuela, to send a message. Hey, Christians, you don't stand up to the drug cartel. But I can tell you, this group is serious about what God has called them to. They've seen nearly 200 women come to place their faith in Jesus Christ. All of these rescued from the grips of human trafficking just outside of Caracas, Venezuela. Tim, it is an area where it's extremely difficult, if not impossible, to find a Spanish-language Bible. And that's why we're doing this kingdom business today, this holy work of sending God's Word to places like Caracas, Venezuela. I have to admit, I don't wake up in the morning with Caracas, Venezuela, top of mind, but I can tell you, these type of stories, they're plentiful. Tim, it's a joy to come on today. It's somewhat difficult when you talk about the tragedies associated with these, but 200 Bibles times five, that's a $1,000 gift right now. Somebody might be able to make that. You might say, you know what, financially, we never expected to be where we are today. We're in a good place. That $1,000 gift uh, is something that's possible for you. Others, can we say, can we see 10 of you right now, a gift of 20 Bibles each? When that happens, Tim, I can let uh, this church in Venezuela know that as a partner of Bible League, look, the Bibles you're praying for, they're on their way. That's great. That's great. If you want to help out, it's 800-YES-WORD. 800-YES-WORD, simply 800-937-9673, or right on our homepage at WFIL.com. There's a big banner, Stand With Them. Bibles for the Persecuted Church. Michael Woolworth with Bible League is our guest today, and you said something a second ago that I think is important. It's about, you know, I don't wake up necessarily with Venezuela on the top of my mind of all the other things I got to do, but it's an encouragement, I think, people, and myself included, whatever ministry you hear about, perhaps say, you know what, I don't have to be fully engaged, completely aware of everything before I actually do mm-hmm. something. So mm-hmm. I, I would just encourage a person to say, you know what? We're trying to send a Bible to someone who doesn't have one, and it costs $5, and it'll be in their language. And by the way, it's someone who's experiencing persecution. 
Is there anything else you need to know? <laughs> like, you don't have to feel it even. You know, sometimes we make careless, I don't say careless, impulsive things. You're at the supermarket, grab that, throw it in the cart, whatever. You're not even, you're not like thinking too hard about it. So be encouraged as you hear these stories, even if you don't feel, completely understand, and we're just getting a little taste, be encouraged to say, you know what, I'm doing that. I'm doing that mm-hmm. and I'm moving on. I'm not going to make it this complicated. You don't really have to stop the whole world to do something. And and to that end, one or two Bibles is great. Don't think you have to do 20 or 50 because you hear, well, they want to get 2,200. I don't think I, that's too big for me. I'm making dinner. I'm what? You're giving a Bible. You're being a blessing. $5 for a Bible. Maybe you can do one. I'd love, Michael, to have 2,200 people do one Bible and make whoever's doing all the administrative, <laughs> like have their fingers hurt rather than one person do 2,200 because it means 2,200 people are, are getting involved and getting a little taste of it. But anyway, 800-YES-WORD or WFIL.com. Yeah, I know we're up against a break. I want to give a quick update on a China story. But, Tim, let me say this. When we meet this girl, we believe we will. It'll be gifts of all sizes. I mean, God is, he's, you know, he's given some of you great opportunities to, uh, to, to, to have wealth, to give away. Others, they're, they're smaller gifts. Let me tell you, there's no difference between those. It, nothing is insignificant in kingdom work. And I can tell you, we... I get as much joy to say, here's a $1,000 gift as much as I, you know, I say a $20 gift. It, it, it does not matter to us. Everything that's done in kingdom work is significant. And we've had two gifts in the last few moments. Diane, thank you from uh, West Hampton, a gift of, of four Bibles. That'll be doubled. Lawrence of Philadelphia, a gift of 20 Bibles. That'll be doubled. So the 10, that's how we get there. Our goal is 2,200 Bibles. And one of the groups we want to bless is in Communist China. Let me share this story. I'll give you a one-minute uh, version of it because it's an update on a story I've shared previously. The man Katsu is an evangelical pastor just outside of Beijing. Um, Tim, he's in his 50s. I would guess he's been beaten in jail probably 20, 25 times over the course of his ministry. Uh, most recently, uh, he was beaten so severely he could not get up uh, for about a week. They sent him home, said to stop talking about Jesus, his wife was relieved to find out he had not been executed for his faith. But about a week later, a knock came on the door. It was in the evening. He was a little bit reluctant to open it. Who did he find? The man, Hayo. Who was Hayo? He was the bitter interrogator whose job in that part of the regional uh, region of uh, Beijing was to what? Come down hard on pastors. He would beat them. He would put fe- the fear of the communist government uh, in them. He would uh, just basically threaten them. If they continued to preach and, and have their churches gather, uh, that there would be serious, more serious consequences. That's who Hio was. But Tim, he had a question that burned in his heart all week long, and it was simply this: Why were you at such peace when we were beating you? And this man Katsu, this pastor, would open his door, open his Mandarin Bible, and lead this bitter atheist to faith in Christ. And together, these two, in the two years since I've said, shared this story have seen literally thousands of people come to Christ in that part of Beijing. Tim, they're all part of the house church movement. You've heard about these uh, churches that meet uh, with some irregularity. They're very quiet. I can't even tell you the villages uh, that uh, they meet in, but I can tell you the growth is happening. And Tim, it it pains me to know that a lot of those little house churches, there may be hundreds of people, but you know they have two or three Mandarin Bibles. A lot of these people are known to stay after the service, have a pencil, have piece of paper, and transcribe scriptures from their Mandarin Bible to be able to have something, at least something, to take in the week to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus. 
And that's why we're doing this kingdom business today. Before I toss it back to you, let me say this. I have a Mandarin Bible in front of me. I usually have this with me when we're on the air together, Tim. It's got a basic black cover. There's no markings on it. Uh, it really, quick look at it, you wouldn't identify it as a Bible, but I open this. I can see the beautiful Mandarin print means nothing to me. I don't speak Mandarin, Tim. You're probably not fluent in Chinese Mandarin either. I don't want to assume that. No, but I like General Tso's chicken. I, I love that, too. Yeah, <laughs> bring it on. But I can tell you, Tim, Tim, to the Christians that we're talking about right now, they would give anything, absolutely anything, for what sits in front of me today. And that is why we're here today doing this kingdom business mm. on behalf of the persecuted church. Tim, $5 sends a Bible. Listeners, how many can you send today? 800-YES-WORD to jump in and help out. 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673. Michael, I have audio from from uh, the pastor, or is it, is it uh, I forgot how you pronounce his name. Do, yeah, do Chow, I, you've got this from Chow. If you want to play Chow, that before you go to the break, yeah. Tim, that'd be great. Again, there's a need for 500 Bibles, and this is what Chow says you need to do if you have a heart for China. If I have one minute for American brother and sister, I just beg them to pray for China, for the supply of the Bibles, and for God we are open the door for the Chinese people to have the opportunity to hear the love of Christ. Amen. Amen. If you want to be, act on that, it doesn't take but a minute. 800-YES-WORD. 800-YES-WORD. It's 800-937-9673. Or if it's easier for you, right on our homepage at WFIL.com, there's the Stand With Them Bibles for the Persecuted Church banner. Each Bible is $5. How many can you do? Our goal as a station family is 2200 by the end of the month. More than willing to blow by that and then set a record or whatever of, of generosity, all for God's glory. But whatever comes in, we want to use and push out and be a blessing in this way. 800-YES-WORD. Or again, at WFIL.com. We'll take a quick break and then come back. Michael Woolworth Bible League going to help us uh, land the plane, as it were, and share a bit more about the ministry of Bible League. It's Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560, WFIL, and at WFIL.com. Hey, it's 446 uh, on the Tim DeMoss Show. Just want to uh, let you know about two things. One is, in general, very excited to be partnering with Faith and Liberty Discovery Center in Philadelphia. You know, faith and history are as inseparable as the stars and stripes, and now there's a museum that brings that relationship to life like never before. The Faith and Liberty Discovery Center is a place where the good book meets the history book, an inspirational and enlightening destination that illuminates the profound impact the Bible has had on American history. The Faith and Liberty Discovery Center tells the story of how America was born and how influential Americans have turned to the Bible to guide them repeatedly throughout history. The Faith and Liberty Discovery Center is an immersive journey that brings America's captivating history to light in a one-of-a-kind, high-tech experience. It's very cool. You have an interactive lamp in your hand. You can explore the museum, collect memories digitally, and then gather the content and delve into it after you've gone home. So it's kind of like, oh, you know, you go to a museum, like, oh, that looks really cool. I wish I could. And you read about it, but then you walk away from it. And unless you take a picture or write stuff down, well, this allows you to actually collect and then keep going once you've left the museum. You can preview the galleries and exhibits online, plan a visit, and get more info at Faith and Liberty, all spelled out, dot org. It's conveniently located on Independence Mall at 5th and Market Streets. And by the way, if you're a pastor, tomorrow there's a very special event 
just for you. If you want to go, email VIP, because that's what you are, at faithandliberty.org. VIP at faithandliberty.org. It's from 3 to 6 tomorrow afternoon, specifically for pastors. They have a special guest speaker, complimentary food, refreshments, and a free tour for everyone. The cost is normally $10, which is certainly very reasonable, but for pastors tomorrow, 3 to 6, to get more information, it's absolutely free. And one more time to get info uh, and to reserve your spot for tomorrow, VIP at faithandliberty.org. The Faith and Liberty Discovery Center, American History Illuminated. It's 448, and we have Michael Woolworth with Bible League continuing all of us to the end of the hour. We have a match in place for another 11 minutes or so uh, for folks who want to help out in our goal with Bible League to bring as many Bibles as we can to the persecuted church around the world. $5 a piece is all it is. You can help out at 800-YES-WORD or click the uh, banner on our homepage for Bible League. Michael, as I'm thinking for a second here, uh, 80, I think it was 84 years now Bible League's been been working at this? Yeah, yeah. Our uh, Genesis came uh, Good Friday, 1938, Tim. Wow. So just just crossed the anniversary mark there. That's really neat to think about. The, I think sometimes it's important to people to know so who are you partnering with? I mean, people have heard the name Bible League, I'm sure, by now. But to know, 84 years, you don't stay around that long without certainly mm-hmm. honoring God, God without, God's, without God and his blessing, but also making sure you're doing things well and right and, and above board, so to speak. Well, we work together as two ministries. I think it's been 20 years. I know it predates you, predates me, Tim, but I think that gives your listeners some comfort that this works. WFIL is not going to let just anybody on the air. They have they vetted us. They put us through the ringer. They said, "Okay, these people are worth uh, working with." So, the obstacle course was um, very difficult, but you guys passed that test. Was, too. <laughs> I, I barely made that, Tim, but I, I did. And here I am today. Yes. So, hey, listeners, you're listening to a station right now. Take the gospel very seriously. You have a host in Tim DeMoss who has a deep burden to see uh, these Bibles get in the hands and the hearts of these persecuted believers around the world. You know what we do? Tim, we go into these villages, we work with their under-resourced church, not a place on earth where we are not connected to the local evangelical church. That's how it's been since day number one in 1938. So what does not characterize these churches is a lack of love for the Lord, a lack of zeal for those that um, are in their spheres of influence. Tim, uh, you cannot break the will of somebody who is sold out to Jesus Christ. That's why there's such resiliency on the part of so many of these persecuted believers. And Tim, I love your listeners. Why? They don't merely tune in and say, wow, what a difficult part of the world to live out your faith, or what a challenging story. But they get involved just in the last few moments. Uh, You'll recall we asked for 100 Bibles to uh, Zambia, Africa. Um, John of Westchester has taken care of that, a $500 gift. Wow. That's enough for 100 Bibles. We've met that need. We're going to double that because of this Bible for Bible match. Uh, between now and the top of the hour, Tim, friends of Bible League will match every single gift given. I love that. Uh, but that's how uh, that's how we get there, 2,200 Bibles. But again, your listeners, they've hit it out of the park every time when we've gone, come and, and done this kingdom business. Tim, we don't take that for granted. We know you've built trust. And listeners, we know that your Bible has a special place in your life. I mean, what would you do if you could not open the precious Word of God and be reminded of His precious promises? And so that's what you're doing for persecuted believers around the world. Tim, I know we're up against uh, the end of the hour. (laughs) I feel like I just sat down, you know, here we are, time to say uh, goodbye. But you've got this audio cut from a pastor by the name of Tony. He's in Indonesia. If you want to share this, I'll come back, and we can wrap up our hour together. Sounds good. 
out of our three, 34 provinces, around 20 or 30% of them are adopting the Sharia law or at least uh, the government are Muslim majority. Now Christians who live there in that area, they have to struggle for their faith. Church being burned, uh, people got imprisoned because uh, they, they, they protest something that kind of offended the, the, the followers of Islam. Yeah, Tim, the man's name is Tony. He's a pastor in Indonesia. Um, we invited you, Tim, on that trip. Uh, you politely declined. Uh, the timing wasn't right. But right before all the COVID lockdowns in early 20, um, some Salem Media host and I traveled to Java Island, the main part of Indonesia. We would go from church to church to church. One of the churches we went to was high atop the Pasaban Mountain. This was right off the coast of the Indian Ocean. Tim, we found out that uh, that day they were celebrating three years uh, as a church, and it was very significant because they were situated in an area where uh, local Islamic laws, this is the largest Muslim-majority country in the world, by the way, those laws prevented them from constructing anything that was permanent uh, as a Christian community. And so they created nothing more than a glorified picnic pavilion. Tim, as we uh, ascended Pasaban Mount, we actually went behind this uh, fruit stand. The church was situated uh, very inconspicuously. They wanted to kind of be on the down low. But most of the people there today, about 120 in number, um, were former Muslims. Some of those were radicals who were harming Christians. They were destroying churches. In fact, that very church that I'm talking about had been destroyed eight times. The pastors had been beaten almost to death. But there they were that day to say what? We're committed to the gospel. Uh, Jesus, when he says, uh, I'm with you always, he means it, right? We may be persecuted, but we're not abandoned. We're struck down, but we're not destroyed. Tim, that, I'm telling you, that fortified my soul. We also gave out some Bibles in the, in the, in the, in the Indonesian language to these new believers. Tim, their faces just beamed, minded too, because as I stood there high atop Pasaban Mountain there in Indonesia, I could not help to think about your listeners who have given so sacrificially over the years to see that type of transaction take place, to be able to put the Word of God in their own language at a level they can understand. That's been two years, and I found out, Tim, that church has tripled in size. In spite of the persecution from those around them, they're there, they're members of our spiritual family, they do not ask for an end to the suffering. What they always pray for is I touch base with uh, some of our associates there. I said, hey, I'm on I'm on WFIL today. How can we pray for you again? They never say, get on that station and pray for an abrupt end to our uh, suffering. They know God's working through it, but they do pray for the Word of God. And there's about 200 new believers associated with this story in Indonesia. And Tim, I'd love to be able to let them know the Bibles you're praying for. They're coming. They're absolutely coming. Michael Woolworth with Bible League, kind enough to spend time with us today. Uh, we look forward to this every year around this time. We, we team up for a couple of days to give a, uh, you know, get a picture. Michael painting a picture is very closely associated with the Bible League and a lot of the places they minister around the world over 84 years now. And we're just trying to be a, a gateway or shine a light on it so folks can do some good by calling in or going to the website and, and doing a $5 or $10 contribution for a Bible or two. Or if you can do more than that, that's fantastic. Part of what we do around the station here is, is stuff like this. So if you want to jump in, 800-YES-WORD's the number, 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673 or WFIL.com. We'd like to think that you would help no matter what. There is a little extra motivation today because for the next four minutes or so, if you happen to call or, or go online, your gift will be doubled. So that's a nice thing as well. Uh, Michael, any closing thoughts on your part? We can, and I'm looking forward, glad we can have you again tomorrow to kind of continue the conversation. But any, any other thoughts on your side? 
Well, it's incumbent upon us to have given you details today. Some of these stories are very difficult to share, Tim. When you talk about people that are dragged behind a truck, they've been beaten, they've been jailed, they've been held for ransom. I mean, those are difficult stories to tell. But rejoice today that the gospel is going forth. Let me give you one final story, abbreviated story. In the land of uh, Pharaohs and Moses in Egypt, I've been to that part of the world, Tim, a pastor by the name of Ephraim uh, had his store burned down one day by radicals. They did not appreciate the fact that this man is a born-again believer. He was displaying tracks in that little convenience store. They came, they destroyed the store, they burned it down. He has no money to rebuild. I can tell you, this man did not retaliate with violence. He retaliated with the love of Christ. He's been inviting people, some of those that persecuted him, to learn about Jesus week after week after week through Project Philip. It's a Bible study through Bible League. Tim, would you know it? A hundred people have come to Christ there in Egypt. The story is full of tragedy for sure, but it's also hope-filled in the thing that we can step into the story from half a world away and send a Bible for only $5. If I may, let me thank uh, John of Cherry Hill. He gets the 10 Bibles. We've heard from uh, Jose of Philadelphia, 20 Bibles. Christine, thank you for your gift from Sicklerville, And then John of Westchester, a $500 gift, and that's enough for 100 Bibles. We're so grateful for WFL. Listeners, you've been incredibly kind to us over the years. And Tim, you have been a wonderful advocate, and I'm so thankful for you, brother. Amen. I'm thankful for you, too. And tomorrow we'll, we'll keep it going. We're looking forward to more progress and hearing more stories and, and uh, doing some good, you know, and, and getting God's Word in other people's hands, a persecuted church around the world. Michael, have a wonderful evening. We'll look forward to tomorrow, okay? Likewise, brother. Take care. Very good. Michael Woolworth with Bible League on the Tim DeMoss Show. As we come down to the final moment of the program, here's the number, 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD. It's 800-937-9673. Or click the Stand With Them Bibles for the Persecuted Church banner on our homepage at WFIL.com. I also want to invite you, whether it's today or over the next several weeks as we work with Bible League, email me or text in a favorite scripture of yours. Love to share this on the air. You can just share the scripture and, you know, your name, where you're from, or feel free to add some context, how a verse or a passage has been used in your life, maybe how you came to the Lord or some aspect of your life and your growth and your walk. That's all good. Email simply is Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Our text line is 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. Thanks to all who have called in and gone online as well. One more time, 800-YES-WORD, $5 a Bible. How many can you do on our way to a 2200 goal? Or you can go to WFIL.com. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.